Table Talk with Grace Redmond features conversations with fierce and fabulous people from Grace's community and circle who inspire others with their stories of overcoming challenges to create amazing. Grace is an entrepreneur and success coach who works with individuals to diminish their negative mental chatter, boost their confidence, achieve their goals, and increase their prosperity mindset. Get ready for a series of Anything Goes Conversations with remarkable men and women that will get you jazzed for life's unlimited possibilities of success, freedom, and fun. Welcome to Real Talk with Grace Redman. As always, thank you so much for joining me here on another episode of Real Talk where I get to have real life, raw conversations with incredible people from my circles and communities who overcome challenges and create amazing. Today, I'm super excited to host the amazing Christine Sarno. Christine runs a financial services company that is dedicated to empowering women in their journey for financial freedom. She's passionate about providing her clients with security and strategy helping them make the most of their money while providing a solid plan for the future. Christine focuses on a comprehensive approach to financial coaching and helps her clients create mindful financial intentional strategies in both their personal lives and in their businesses. Prior to her career in financial services, she had over 25 years of leadership experience in media, promotions, and tech. She's worked closely with clients across a broad range of industries that include both global Fortune 500 and Fortune 100 companies. Most importantly, Christine truly understands what it takes to become financially savvy, educated, and empowered, especially as a professional single working mother and financial head of household who has experienced her own ups and downs with money. She believes that now, more than ever, women deserve guidance and mentorship in creating the lives they deserve, desire, and having the financial means to do so. I love it. Help me welcome Christine Sarno to the show today. Hi, Christine. Hi, Grace. How are you? Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really excited to have this conversation because for a lot of people, money is a bad word. So today I'm so excited that we get to talk about it and debunk that myth. Thank you so much for having me as your guest, Grace. I'm so excited for our conversation today too. My pleasure. My pleasure. I, something that I'm always fascinated with are, you know, leaders who have been in corporate for a very long time and then make that shift to go into something different coaching. Cause it's, it's not an easy transition. And you talked about having 25, a very successful 25 year career, you know, work as a leader, as an executive and, and then pivoting into creating your own firm. Can you talk to us a little bit about that and what inspired you to do that? Oh, Grace. Thank you. That's such a great question. And truly, You know, I think it was just a personal evolution of my own, right? From a professional standpoint, you know, I I really enjoyed kind of coming through the corporate ranks. I learned a lot. It was financially very lucrative. There's there's a reason why I chose this path originally. I'll go into that in a minute. But it was, you know, for me, it was an opportunity to, I guess the best way to put it, kind of like really like just like train those chops as it relates to kind of the business dynamics, right? 
of owning and running a business and having a chance to really immerse myself in sales, business development, marketing, if you will, maybe realizing later on in life when I was ready to make this pivot into coaching that that all of that experience was going to serve me down the road. But the reason, the real reason why I went or kind of moved from corporate into personal coaching, one-to-one and group coaching with individuals is really more along the lines of my background. I grew up in a very volatile household. My parents, you know, had a very challenging marriage. My father was addicted to alcohol, was emotionally, mentally, and physically abusive to my mom. And I watched that growing up. And I realized as a woman early on, right, that it is so important for us to have our own financial independence, right? And so, yeah. So exactly to your story. So that really kind of lends to why I made the pivot later on in my career, because coming through the ranks, you know, I was meeting women, whether it was within the organizations that I worked in or even on the client side, you know, you get to become friends and you, and develop a rapport, right, with people that you work with and over breakfasts, coffees, lunches, dinners, I was getting a lot of, of heartfelt kind of confessions of things that were going on in these women's lives that were troubling them at home, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, overwhelm about money. And even though they might be successful, you know, based on the leadership role that they had at their company, there was a lot of anxiety and perhaps shame around their own personal finances. And this this is not uncommon. No, but we don't talk about it. We don't. You know, we don't talk about it. We don't. And that was, that really kind of, that was my calling. Like in 2017, I started a side gig, really focusing on teaching women how to negotiate mm. compensation packages, right? And I loved it. But I realized that that was only one side of the, the challenge equation, right? Figuring out how to make more money, right? And, and really negotiating your worth. Because on the other side of the equation, there was still kind of this, this opportunity to help women understand what they can do with it, right? To kind of create that financial independence wealth ecosystem, if you will. So it sounds like, you know, being a leader in corporate, you begin to establish the relationships with other women. And the topic that would come up was, you know, money and the fear around it. And so it sounds like you were the go-to person that was, you know, you know, mentoring them through their fears and anxieties. Absolutely. Even though these women were successful, probably financially, um, you know, solid, they were still having these fears. What would you say? And I could relate to all of that. What would you say was the the one of the biggest fears that women had around money? And, I think and of, they're already successful and working, and they still have a fear. What I think it's say? safety, mm-hmm. peace of mind. You know, feeling safe. I think that that is kind of the number one that just kept coming up. And when I talk about safety, it's not, am I going to necessarily be physically safe, but it's financially safe, financially secure, having peace of mind, worrying about, you know, their loved ones being able to take care of their financial responsibilities, right? And then, and then this kind of overwhelm and lack of just, you know, I guess you might say vulnerability because it, you know, you can be successful at work and you've got all these accolades about what you're accomplishing, but it's embarrassing to say, I, I'm not quite sure what funds to pick in my employer-sponsored retirement plan, right? It's like, I'm oh, so I, successful I, here, but I don't, I'm not well-versed here, right? So I can, I can absolutely relate to that. 
because I had shame around that because, you know, I was, you know, very successful and, and was making the money, but I had no idea, you know, what to do, how to invest it. I made some bad investments. I felt ashamed about it. I didn't know where to go to learn. I didn't have time. But underlying all that, I realized it was, I felt that, not that I didn't deserve it. Of course I did. But but there there was a little bit of, you know, I'm a woman. Like, these are not things I'm supposed to know anyway. Mm. And it's a myth. I know I'm learning now and I've been learning because I wasn't raised in an environment that taught women how to create, you know, money. It was like, you just waited for the Prince Charming to come and save you. Yes. And that's, you know, that's the Disney fairy tale. Yes. Right on, right on, right on sister. <laughs> like seriously, because I mean, you're, you are preaching exactly what, you know, I experienced growing up. You know, I was raised in a household where little girls really aren't allowed to have a voice. Yes. And children should be seen and not heard. Mm -hmm. And, you know, money is a dirty word. It's a dirty word. Yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, watching what happened in my own household, you know, we, it was feast or famine with money because of my dad's addiction to alcohol. So we had very lean times where I wasn't sure, you know, even as a kid, you were starting to get an understanding when I, I was watching these arguments that were happening over money. If, you know, life was going to be turned upside down because, you know, I understand now looking back, like we were, there were points in my life as a child where we weren't necessarily going to be able to keep up with basic living expenses. Mm -hmm. Then there were times when, you know, my dad was doing very well, right, at work. And we were living what would be considered more of an affluent lifestyle. Like we lived overseas, you know, for three and a half years. My mom is originally from Taiwan. She's an immigrant to this country. So English was a second language for her. But, but when we lived overseas, I mean, we lived the equivalent of, of a very affluent lifestyle expat lifestyle. And, and my dad would come home from work generally when he was drunk and would say things like, you know, the rich are bad. Money is bad. You know, right. It's like, it, it was such a, so many mixed messages about this. I had the same mixed messages and, you know, we lived a very, you know, middle-class lifestyle, you know, never lacked for anything. But there was always a outlier of keeping up with the Joneses. One, two. Now, if you had money, you're greedy and a show off. And if you didn't have money, then you weren't good enough. Mm. So it's it's I I always felt you know guilty when I had money, and then I didn't feel good enough when I didn't have money. So same thing. It was very mixed me messages. Right. And I love money, and money's not evil. It's people that, you know, what people do with money that is evil. For me, money means freedom, security. Well, I mean, honestly, is there really security? But in my, when I have money, I do. I'm just going to say it. I feel safer. I have more freedom. And then I can give more. I love it. I'd love to reframe the word security because to me, security is also financial security is just a concept in, in my mind too. Please. You can go to the best financial planners, financial advisors, investment advisors, and listen with all due respect, not a single one's going to guarantee that all the financial moves you make are a hundred percent, right? Foolproof and risk-free. Like life throws us curveballs, right? It does. We can, right. We can lean on the strategies around financial security to help support us mitigate right? 
in terms of mitigating these curveballs. But what I like to teach my clients is something called financial serenity. Oh, very like different. That. Very different. Is there really is this is a loaded, you know, because is there really ever security? Because anything can happen at any time and just be prepared for the unknown. But I love that financial serenity. I like that. Tell us more. Right. Yeah, financial serenity, what I teach my clients, it's really kind of based on understanding, right, what your values are in life, right? And the emotion and the meaning that you attach to money, right? And if primarily, right, the, how money is showing up in your life is not aligned with your values, right? And the majority of the emotions and, 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 and thoughts attached to money are negative. Like, we need to reframe that, right? I money. Money in and of itself is, 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 I mean, we hear this all the time. It is just a tool, but it's a hundred percent mirror slash reflection of yes. what's going on in our lives, how we show up and how we feel about ourselves and others, right? Absolutely. And so money's energy yeah. and our beliefs about money is what either allows money to flow to us or keep money, keeps money away from us. Yes. Yes. And I've worked, you know, I've had my own fears, you know, around, around money as we all do. However, once I learned, okay, money's energy and respect it and, you know, have a good mindset around it. There's the stream just keeps flowing. Of course you need to take act, you know, action or, you know, whatever you do, but it's a beautiful thing when you come from a place of faith and trust as opposed to lack and fear. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. And, you know, and when you said you do have to take action, right? When I, when, when, when I think about, you know, what, what are some of the things that we can do, right, to help us have a great relationship with money, right? Mm -hmm. Number one, it's about understanding the life that we want to have and want to create, right? Holding to those positive emotions and feelings, right? And understanding that tool, that money is a tool to help us achieve that, right? The other piece too, is you talked about action. It's, it's also about taking inspired action, right? Yes. So whether it's at work, right? Sh showing up as your best self, right? Whether it's for me in my own business, like understanding that, you know, when I'm in the flow and I'm feeling good about what I do and I'm doing good in this world, but I'm also being a fiscally responsible steward of my money and my finances and my business finances, that's also a good thing. It's inspired action, yes. right? Mm -hmm. I can't just sit on my couch and meditate for 24 yeah. hours and hope that like some big fat check's going to come in the mail, right? You know, although sometimes that happens, <laughs> but it's rare, you know, like I got a check in the mail the other day for like, whatever, I don't remember 200 bucks. And I was like, oh, okay, great. I love that. But th you know what that is? That's like a little, that's like a little hug and kiss from the universe that's saying, right. you're doing great, Grace. You're, you're on the right path. You're in the flow. <laughs> that happens, you know, so often. And yes, I agree with inspired action. I mean, that's a term that I learned from Abraham Hicks. And I love, I love that. And I've also learned that there are times when I may not feel inspired that I really need to take the action as well. And then I take that action and as I'm taking the action, I end up getting inspired. Yes. So there, there's, you know, there, cause I was like, well, I'm not going to do anything unless I'm inspired, but sometimes I don't feel like, you know, doing it. I know it needs to get done. And so I appreciate that reminding me of the inspired action and I take it sometimes anyway, but once I start doing it, it reminds me why I'm doing it. And that inspires me too. 
For sure. And the other piece, Grace, you know, when I was kind of coming up through the corporate ranks, listen, my inspiration, because, you know, my children's father and I went through a very challenging breakup when they were very, when they were very young, four and two. Mm -hmm. And suddenly I found myself dealing with hefty legal bills. You know, it was a very expensive breakup. It really was for me. And suddenly I was financial head of household and, you know, mommy to two little kids. And so there were days where I did not feel like getting up and getting on that 6.30 a.m. flight, right. you know, for a day of meetings. But I, I thought about, I'm here to protect these babies, right, that I love so much, right? So that was, that was an example of inspired action at that point yep. in my life, right? Yes. And other ways that we can take inspired action. You know, I had a day well, a week and a half ago where, you know, I'm, I, was, I had a moment where I was like, you know, I am, I'm feeling like, I might not be making an impact, you know, mm -hmm. in spite of everything that I'm doing. I was just having one of those days. It's like, am I really making a difference for others? Because we all go through that, right? Absolutely. Especially as business owners. And that same day, I got a beautiful video testimonial from a friend slash colleague. It was heartfelt. Three minutes where she basically said, like, if, you know, I was there for her in, in a time of need mm -hmm. around a time where she was under such financial duress and, you know, an emotional and chaos in her relationship. And that brought me to tears. And it just reminded me that, you know, inspired action, it's like, if I can make an impact in one person's life, right? Even if I don't know about it, sister, just keep going. Sister, most of the time you don't know about it. You, most of the time you don't know about it. So you, you inspire every day. Well, thank you for that reminder. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, how, how do women usually give their power away financially? Wow. Should I go down the list? Because <laughs> we need to change this, Grace. Yes. We really do. Yes. I mean, you know, look, for starters, it's, it's, I always, you know, I, I, I joke around about this, but it's not funny, right? As a mom, right, would I look, would I leave the care of my children to, you know, I don't know, like an ex-boyfriend that I don't like, you know, talk to anymore that I probably shouldn't have been with. Right. Do you know what I'm just saying? It's like, that's, your, that's a really good analogy. Right? I'm like, a, I am a loving, responsible steward, right. Of my, of my children. Why shouldn't we feel that way about our money as women? Why can't we nurture, care for it, help it grow? right? Because just like I look at my kids, it's like, I want them to be good people that are going to make positive impact in this world. So why can't we lend those same emotions as women, right? To money. Oh my goodness. I love that. I just had a light bulb. I never thought of it that way. I always, you know, respect and honor, but what you just said, like, why not have those emotions around, around money that we do for you know, like our, our children, because money is going to help us take care of our children. Right. 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 So you know. sometimes, you know, sometimes I think it's too late, you know, I'm grateful for the financial success I've had. You know, I made some decisions that weren't very smart. I've made some good decisions. I feel like I could be, you know, further along than I am. What is some advice that you could give to women in their forties and fifties who think it's too late to help them start creating financial freedom from now? I mean, this is a really good question. Grace, it's never 
It's never too late. It's never, never, never too late. I can't emphasize this enough. For starters, you know, back in my financial advisor days, I mean, you know, look, and I, sp I speak with women in, in their late 30s, 40s, going into their 50s that are like, I, you know, retirement's right around the corner and, you know, or, you know, I'm not making the money that I used to. And it's like, here's the thing. Actuarial tables say that we are going to be living, we ladies are going to be living well into our 90s, right? Sister, sassy golden years, like well into our 90s because of advancements in healthcare, right? And medical care. And here's the harsh reality. Harsh reality is, is that we don't have control over inflation. We don't have control over taxes. And we don't have control, right, over rising medical care costs, which are going to be significantly higher the older that we get. I mean, so, I'm seeing all of that inflation now. Right? So this is, you know, we're, we're seeing the impact, right? And so preparing for our financial future is never too late right? Investing strategically, if it makes sense for your goals and your overall financial plan, right? It's never too late because, you know, it's just another way to help prepare. I, I want to live my sassy golden years. And even if I'm still working, I'd love to know it's by choice yes. or, you know, it's a 15 or 20 hour work week, not yes. a 40 hour work week just to keep the lights on. Right. So it's really important, I think, for us to just feel good about the fact that we've got a long life ahead of us, you know, and, yes. and we can, and we can do something about it. We have the power and the smarts and the wherewithal to do something about it. Nobody has to give us permission. We can get started if we decide to make the choice today. But I will say this with the, you know, the financial expert hat on the earlier we start, right? The better, the better. So what's one step, you know, someone in our audience who's watching and wants to take a step, what's one step that they can take to help themselves? Well, I mean, it, it depends on, on kind of their current situation. Look, if, if, if they're at a place where they're struggling and they, they haven't talked to anybody about their financial fears and concerns, we have to, they have to have the courage mm -hmm. to start talking about money and asking for help. And what does help look like? I mean, start off with the people that, that you love, right? trust, right? Respect, admire, and just say, Hey, you know, I've got some financial questions that I, that are troubling me or keeping me up at night. You know, do you know anybody, right? That would be open, an expert that'd be open to chatting, right? I would also say too, there's so many great resources out there, you know, I mean, free Facebook groups, like mm -hmm. just get started, get informed, right? Get, get educated. I mean, it's, I'm, doing everything I can to normalize the money conversation in my life with my clients and with other women that, you know, I've created platforms that are free that they can come on, you know, and just have a confidential private conversation, right. To speak with another woman about their money concerns, but we need to normalize the, the, these concerns and, and the conversation around money. It's like, Grace, if, if there's a fabulous hairdresser or an amazing restaurant that you love in town, right. Like, everyone's going to know about it. Everyone's going to know about it, right? So if 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 I, you know, if I've met with an, an amazing estate attorney or if I know somebody who's a fabulous CPA that I think is doing great work and has the type of women lifting women vibe that, you know, is really one of my mantras, I'll socialize, right? I want to share. But that's the other thing too, if I may. 
Yeah. If we are going to meet up and go have those drinks and, and a nice dinner with a girlfriend, let's bring money into the conversation. Let's not make it taboo, right? Yeah. And if we got for part of a book club, somebody mm -hmm. raise their hand mm -hmm. and find like an amazing financial planning or financial advice book, yeah. you know, to hold others accountable to reading. Not only that, I think, again, we, you talked about this earlier, and if I can mention it is, what are our beliefs around money? Start, you know, talking about okay, what are your beliefs? Do you believe it's evil? Okay, well, now it's time to reframe that. Yes. Because that's not a healthy belief to have. The healthier our beliefs are around money, I believe, that could also be the start. So kind yes. of, you know, getting the practical advice and um, what, what I guess I'll call it spiritual advice. You know, you know no other way to put it. It's about it's, healing. There's healing that has to happen, right? Whether we're religious, talk, spiritual, whatever it may be. That. Yeah. You said, why is it so important to identify and heal traumas, especially associated with money? Oh, because that, that, if I, all right, am I allowed to use four letter words on this? Yes, because, because grace, because that shit, right, basically carries with us yeah. the rest of our lives in our subconscious. We don't right. realize that it is completely setting up a framework yes. in which we view the world and how, and the money's role in that world. Right. Yes. So, so yeah, it's so important. It's so important. You know, money for me growing up was about fear and, and being trapped and, and lack and power control and struggle and disrespect and dishonor. And if I didn't clean that stuff up, right. I, I wouldn't be where I am today and I'm still working on it. It's a work in progress, you know, a ditto and it's a work in progress. And, and I'm so grateful, you know, for that work. And, and I don't know where I read this and, and it, it goes back to the beliefs around money. That's why these that are, you know, born into poverty. It just continues the generational cycle. They stay in poverty or not poverty, but they stay struggling with money. And then the families who, you know, begin with the money, it just, it grows, and so there has to be someone that breaks those cycles and starts healing to elevate the family or the generational cycle into the wealth. Because it's not just about wealth is not just about money. It's about impact. It's mm -hmm. about impact. You know, I think ultimately that's the that's the biggest thing. You know, women are so we are so powerful, Grace. Absolutely. We are so powerful. And if we can create the financial means right? To make, to, to enact change, right? And I'm talking like real change, like legislative change, yes. you know, on major issues. I mean, that's, you know, that, that's, that's huge, right? It goes beyond just putting food on the table and a roof Absolutely. over your head, right? Absolutely. And when we can create that type of income, we're not going to be worried, struggling about managing the day-to-day -day stresses because right. If that's taken care of now I'm going to step into, you know, this leadership role of, okay, let's make community change. I'm not worrying about money because I'm creating it and it's working for me. Now I'm stepping into, you know, the circles and communities to create change and to, you know, I guess, create communities for other women to, to bring them in, to support them, to empower them, to teach the younger generation. So when women have money, there's great things that can happen. Amen. <laughs> it doesn't happen with men. I'm not saying that. It's just, you know, for so many years, I think we're afraid to make, you know, afraid to make money. It's, it's money's not our thing. It's just taking care of the house. And, but that's not true. 
I mean, look, you know, and, and listen, I am, I'm not a man basher at all. Me neither. Like, you know, I I've, I've, I've got, you know, a 19 year old son who I adore and I'm, I'm in a phenomenal relationship, loving partnership, you know, with my significant other. He's a wonderful man. I think, you know, for me, the focus is, is that we've kind of been taking like a back seat. Women have been taking a back seat for a long time based on limiting beliefs, yes. our experience around money and, and, and women with wealth. And, and if you look back at history, I mean, it was, you know, it's only recently, right? Think about just, you know, gosh, it's, it's last, what is it, 100 years that, you know, women have been able to vote. And mm-hmm. then it took time for women to be able to even own like real estate, like property in their names, like they could own that through a male, right? Right. A a male sibling or, or, or relative. I mean, we're kind of, you know, we're catching up now. Um, but I think now, especially as we look at these younger generations of empowered, informed women, right. It's like, I feel it's, 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 and I'm sure you can agree with me, whatever we can do to continue to lift each other up right now, it's like, you know, the tide is changing. Absolutely. And I'm all for that. Whatever we can do to lift each other up, there's more than enough to go around for everyone. I'm a big believer, you know, in in that. And well, here's a question. Do you believe that we could have it all? I believe that's a really good question. Oh gosh, Grace. You know what? So my, this is, this is my honest, honest answer to that. I believe we can have everything that we choose to create, right, for ourselves, right? I do believe that we can have financial abundance. I believe that we can have beautiful health. I think we can have beautiful relationships. But, you know, kind of like that analogy that, you know, I made earlier, we made earlier in the conversation. It's like, that's our choice. We have to choose that, right? And then we basically have to be the creators of our own lives. Yeah. So yeah, you can't just sit and go, I can have it all. When is it going to happen? <laughs> and it takes the healing work as well. I know mm-hmm. um, I work with a lot of women and, and maybe this is one of my own beliefs. I'm working on it now. I'm not sure yet, but some of them believe, okay, I can either have love or money. I can't have both. Oh, no, 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 no. So I want you to t- talk to us about that. <laughs> I know that you have, you have both. Feel it, sister. Oh, Grace. I mean, yes, we can absolutely have both, but it takes, it takes, you know, again, I don't want to call it work. It takes inspired action. It takes, it takes investing, right? Our time, our energy, our resources, our heart, right? I like that. Into those things. Mm -hmm. But, but, I will say this, if I may, the caveat though, is before we start pouring into all of that stuff at our own expense, we've got to fill our own cups first. Absolutely. Meaning, meaning like, you know, it's, it's, it's this, and when I'm talking about self-care, however any, you know, everybody gets to define it differently. I mean, for me, a lot of it is, is doing the spiritual healing work, right? Of past traumas. It's right. Getting rest, taking care of my body, learning how to delegate, you know, Sure, I can do everything, but I'm not going to have everything I want if I'm totally stretched and pissed off doing everything, right? So, yeah, and I've been right. in that, you know, and sometimes right. I fall into that. But we, we, it's very challenging to create 
on your own. You need to delegate. You, you need to be a smart business person. Sure. Um, you can't do it all yourself. That's for sure. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. And so, yes, ladies, we can have love and money. It doesn't have to be one or the other. And we deserve it. Yes. Absolutely. We deserve it. We're worthy of it without I, having to prove anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, but it goes back to the healing, all of this. I know we're having a conversation about money. However, healing, owning our worth, knowing that we deserve that, you know, money's our right, helps us begin to build and compound our wealth. And our yeah. wealth may not just be the financial wealth, but just our abundance within our lives with love, money, relationships, whatever that may be. And I never knew that until, you know, I went back to start coaching and I took a course that was called The Wealthy Mind and it had little to do with money. It was when, when you clear your mind and heal those traumas, you become emotionally, mentally wealthy. And as a result, you begin to bring in the financial wealth. I know it's not focus pocus. It doesn't grace. I'm right there with you. I mean, you and I, I mean, we are, you know, very spiritually aligned in that way. And the energy, right, around our thoughts, right? As as you know, right? Your thoughts become your words, right? Yes. Right? yes. Your and, 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 yeah. and like you said, we need to take inspired action. And I love the word because I would say, you know, you need to put the work in, but I love the word that you use, invest. And it's true, we must invest in ourselves first, invest in, you know, whatever, if, if it's your family, if it's your relationship, if it's your work, because wherever we invest and nurture, that's where it's going to, where it grows. And then that compounds and then it overflows into other areas of our lives. I love it. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> it does. I love compounds. It does. I love it compounds, but it yeah. does. And it That's pays dividends. It pays dividends. Yes. It does. Oh my, I'm going to use those words. It does. It does. It compounds. It pays so that's why I just show up every day, whatever, if, even if it's for 10 minutes, whatever I'm doing, because I know like this is going to compound. I just want to show up every day and do a little bit, you know, in each thing in my life. I mean, sometimes you, you know, my, I might not be able to invest every day into the business. And one day it's going to be more into the family. One day it's going to be more in the business, but invest in yourself and in those things. And then everything else comes. A hundred percent. And you know what, Grace, and woman to woman, like there is an intuition that we have, right? Oh yeah. Um, we need to, there's, there's this kind of this masculine concept of, you know, we have to construct, fight, build, you know, like it feels like war. It feels like battle. And yeah, I think if we can lean into our feminine, this is very powerful. Feminine is not weak. It's very powerful. Oh. And we oh. can start to kind of move away from this idea, very linear, you know, look from our corporate side, right. You know, kind of, you talk about, you know, business growth and, you know, what's happening with profits and this, that, and the other, and, you know, everything is like growing, but up and to the right, like that's not life. Right. Maybe. Right. Life does this. Yeah. Kind of like the stock market. Right. Uh, right? Like any business. right. Right. Or any business. But the idea is that we, we are going to learn through our own sense of centered self, Right. And an openness and a willingness to be able to 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 kind of navigate through what's happening in our lives at that time. Right. From like, like we said, a place of inspired action. Right. That the journey is going to continue to evolve. Yes. And we don't realize that we have birthed something because we've decided these are things. This is a vision that I want to create. We're nurturing it. Like notice yes. I'm using feminine 
yes. terminology here, right? And it's expanding. Yes. All right. So think of expansion in my mind, right? Is so much more powerful than up into the right graphs. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And like you said, we're going to have cycles in life, just like, you know, there are in business. And a big thing for me is preparing for those unknowns. Yes. And when we can, you know, heal and get grounded and prepare for the unknowns in life, they're not going to, you know, they're, they're not going to shake us as much as if we weren't prepared. You know, so just, you know, preparing and that goes back to the compound, you know, effect just every day, you know, invest in yourself. Yes. In your future. Right. And invest in, and what, what, what moves you, right? What you're passionate about, you know, in your life, right? With your loved ones, right? Your health, right? Your yeah. profession slash money. Like it's, that's, to me, that's key. You know, I wish I had this centered focus, you know, back when I was, you know, 20. My oh, focus was very different then, you know, it was like survival. Yes. Girl, you know, I was saying to myself, Christine, you need to make money. You got to have choices. You can't be stuck in a toxic relationship or job. Yes. Like, you know, there was a lot of, of, of fierce battle, anger, energy attached there. And I had successes, but you know, it's, you know, sometimes at the expense of these other two touch points that are just as important, which is my health and my relationships. And so at this stage of the game, right, mm -hmm. the approach, the modus operandi has changed. Yeah. And it's, and it's beautiful. It is. And I can relate because I created from a place of hustle and grind and from my masculine. And I've recently learned that it's okay, you know, to have that masculine. I was trying to get like disown my masculine, but I'm learning to play with both my masculine and feminine to create Yes, because we need both. And it's very powerful. However, when I was only in my masculine, I burnt out quickly and now incorporating both. I'm just, it's, it's a new way of life for me. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to front and say, okay, it's been easy. I have to remind myself every day, you know, grace, it's okay to move from the feminine. You can bring in the masculine, but it doesn't all have to be, it could be, you know, it could be gentle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're so right. And both have, they both have their role in our lives. Right. And sometimes yeah. we'll lean more towards one or the other, but yeah. you know what, Grace, you're as a sensei, you're a coach too. Right. Right. Yeah. Even, even senseis are a lifelong student of the, of the, right. Um, of the arts. So it's like, learning. I mean, I learn every, there's, I, every day I learn something new. I, I will be, you know, like talk about 90 and sassy and, and still learning because I can't wait. As long as, you know, we're alive, there's always something to learn. Can I clink glasses with you then? Yes. <laughs> so what would you say for you has been the most financial piece of getting to where you are today? You know, for me, Grace, it, it all boils down to it's, it's choices in life. The choices has always, you know, now it's, it's, it's much more of a, I guess the best way to put it, you know, we talked a little bit about the meaning that I used to attach to having yeah. choices in life, right? Now it's it's about living my life, right, with with the purpose and and you know, whether it's daily activities, right? In an environment that makes me happy, right? Working with people that I love, right? In in a profession and in a business that just, I mean, moves me. 
And, you know, and knowing that from, from a very kind of pragmatic standpoint, even in terms of finances and having built what I call my personal wealth ecosystem, right? Everybody's financial situation is different, right? Yes. But based on the life that I'm creating, right, for future Christine and her loved ones and her clients and that sort of thing, like it's, I have choice in how this evolves. And that to me is freedom. That, yes. that to me is, is really important. Yes, choices. We always have choices, even when we think we don't. Yeah. There's always, sometimes the choices do nothing. So what would you leave? What's like one last nugget of wisdom that you would leave our audience with when it comes around, comes to financial, you know, kind of financial smarts? I think the, the nugget is this, is listen, you know, my loves, and I'm talking to women here, okay? No shame in the game. No mm -hmm. shame in the game. Like, you know, we are all, we all had to learn to walk, right? Right after we crawled, right? Yeah. And so it doesn't matter what point, right, you are in your life, how old you are, you know, um, how much money you have, it really doesn't matter. If you want to learn, right? You can do this. You just got to take it one step at a time, but you've got to choose you and you've got to choose the future and the life that you want to create. Yes. I love that. Choose you. Choose yeah. You. I love that. I can go on and on with you, Christine. I had so much fun. I can't believe that it's already been like, I feel like we were just, I was at La La Land just flowing. I loved it. I loved hosting you. Thank you so much for joining me and for all the amazing nuggets of wisdom. So please tell us, the, our audience, where they can find you and connect with you. Well, first of all, Grace, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I adore you. This conversation rocked, and I can't believe we're done already. I'm like so sad. <laughs> and thank you for allowing me to share where you know your community and your listeners can find me. They can find me on my website, christinejoyluxarno.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. And for those women that are just at a point in their life where they'd like to reach out to me directly, right, just to set up some time to talk, they can do it through my website. There's a contact link there. Or they can also find me on a virtual platform called alltakes.com where I have a private, safe, non-judgmental community where I have basically, I call them office hours, but they're really like my virtual Zen Den studio hours. Nice. <laughs> and they can pop in, you know, if you're a member in that community and just like show up, hang out, ask questions. None of that stuff is going to be recorded, posted or published. And so it's a safe place. So, so those are some different options there. I love it. And once we have this podcast ready, it'll have all your contact information there for anyone who wants to reach out to you. So thank you so much. I am so grateful that we had this, you know, important conversation about money. It is not evil. It is not evil. It is wonderful. So thank you everyone for watching today. I'm so grateful because I know there are so many other places that you can be. And I wish you all an incredible, incredible rest of the day. And if you're on the replay, I appreciate you. If you have comments, leave them. Christine and I will come back. So if you are replaying and you have questions, go ahead and put them in the comments. Until next time, I wish you an amazing day. Hey, love. Thank you so much for listening today. I am so grateful for you. I'd like to show you my appreciation by gifting you a free forgiveness self-hypnosis audio download. Part of living the fun and fabulous life is practicing forgiveness. 
Forgiveness can be such a long and challenging process. My intention is that this forgiveness audio will help you in practicing forgiveness, especially with yourself. Grab it by visiting daretoachieve.com backslash forgiveness. For more inspiring tips, make sure to connect with me on social media. Drop me a line on Facebook or Instagram at Grace Redmond Dare to Achieve. Until next time, keep moving forward towards living your fabulous life.